episode 178. 178. Let that soak in for a second. That's how many times we've done these damn things. And I've loved every one. No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. My guest has been here once before on this podcast. Um, he is at I am Chris Porter on Twitter. I am. And his name is Chris Porter, and he is not number seven for the Minnesota Wild. I'm not. No. no. I used to, that guy also played for the Blues for a short period. That's him. Uh, yeah, there are many Chris Porters, and there's more and more every year. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, I do a joke about the porn. There's a porn star named Chris Porter. He's a gay porn star. He's not even <laughs> not even a God-fearing porn star. Um, <laughs> but now there's a rapper named Sipo. Yes. And his real name's Chris Porter, and he has a song called The Water Dance. Yes. And... It's a terrible song. Oh, it is? Okay. But it's, uh, <laughs> at the very beginning, it goes, Chris Porter! And so I play it a lot when I go on stage. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, how often does that happen? That's awesome. That you, I mean, not since some kid named Little John. <laughs> right. You know, very rarely do you have a name like that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, the song itself, I'm not real into, but... It's uh, to hear a rap song and someone screams your name is kind of funny. I know of this, and I have I never hit play on all the YouTube links, but because I set up, whenever I have a guest on the podcast, I set up Google alerts yeah. for their name. So <laughs> I was going through them through them the last couple of days, and there's you have more. The name Chris Porter has more than anyone yeah, I think yeah. that's ever been on this podcast. Uh, yeah, because so many of them are some guy that plays soccer, mm -hmm. the guy that plays for the Wild. There's some guy that plays like he's like a solo acoustic artist, and I I've had emails from fans going, "I drove two hours to see you, and it was this guy." No, yeah, <laughs> and. uh I mean, not many, but like one or two. What does that say about your fans? That they need to do more research, <laughs> I would think. But, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, if uh, back in the day when I was following the Black Crows around, if there was some other band called the Black Crows, I probably wouldn't have done a lot of research. I probably would have just driven there and right. seen them. And right. be like, who are these people? Sure, maybe the ad spelled black with just a K and not C. But yeah, I'm gonna, whatever. Probably just a typo. Yeah, no, yeah. it'll work. Yeah. Uh, it was actually the gray birds, but I thought they were just trying to hide it from right. me. Uh, the dodos. So yeah, like I understand it, but at the, you know, like how, what are the odds? Yeah. But, uh, also if I'm going to drive two hours, I'm probably going to do a little bit of research. You'd think. You'd but think. they probably also live in a part of a country where driving two hours is kind of the norm. Or maybe they're part of those country, uh, parts of the country where the, when they show like the T-Mobile commercial yeah. and they don't have good coverage. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe it's, that one. it's like it's the place where everyone has a satellite modem. Yeah, yes. <laughs> By the way, that I have satellite TV, uh -huh. and they keep sending me the you know, hey, sign up for our double package and get this shitty satellite. No, stop it. I heard it's you, really good. I really? feel like the download speeds are ridiculous if you get the right one. I'm not buying it. I mean, I doubt it's from Direct TV. I doubt Direct TV's giving it to you. It was Dish. Oh, the record. well, then even less, the, <laughs> the fucking RC Cola of... <laughs> it says a lot about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever's cheapest. <laughs> but anyway, I quit doing all that. I went straight Hulu, Netflix, stole my parents' cable password. 
Uh, really? Yeah. So now I just watch. I have an antenna. So you have HBO Go, like because your parents yeah, subscribe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do have that. I don't watch it, but I do watch the FX now and the ESPN app. Although once, although ESPN is going to start doing a, a subscription service that you can just do them. As soon oh, really? as that starts, I'm done. Yeah. And as soon as that done, as soon as that starts, I think cable's done. For the Absolutely. That's the only reason why, really, I mean, that's it's what, it's, 99% of the reason why I have it. Sports Center cost me $120 a month for like three years. It's Yeah. Don't say that out loud. It's so sad. Yeah. It's what it, <laughs> it's what it ends up being. I know. And so once I found out about ESPN Go and, you know, my, my dad's never going to give up cable. Like, yeah. They, he's just from that generation. And- it's to the point now where I can't even deal with the guide anymore. Oh, my! That's my parents are the opposite. I, I because they were still using such a shitty old tube TV. Yeah. Even though they have cable and you know everything. Last Christmas, I you know did the uh, bar, did some good bargain shopping, and I bought them like a thirty, not even a big one, like a thirty-two inch or thirty-inch flat but a nice screen. Flat screen, yeah. My mom loved it. Yeah. My dad's like, this just, no, this just means we're going to end up buying more programming. And this oh, is, didn't God want it. Dang. Didn't oh, want really? it. really? Didn't want it. Fuck you, dad. Yeah. That's what I'd have said. Uh-huh. And I bought, you know, and I've said that to my dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. My parents, my parents were that way. Luckily, my parents have always been like, once I showed it to them, they were like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that is the thing. Yeah. So, uh, as a matter of fact, I bought my parents a TV last year. Because I'd actually bought them a TV when I was on Last Comic Standing. I bought them a a rear projection big screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, nine years later, it kind of, like, there were, like, little dark spots. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we'll just get another lamp. I'm like, <laughs> They're fuck, more than the TVs yeah, fuck now. A lamp. So I got them the I got them the LED screen. And, you know, it's just so much more vibrant and stuff. But my dad was just like, oh. Oh, this is way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to catch up. Yeah. It was the same way. I remember when DVDs came out. I bought, I mean, this was a lesson learned about being a first adopter, but I spent $500 on one of the first DVD, put it on layaway, <laughs> like did it. it yeah, was, yeah. It was like the machine. And I spent five, I think like eight months later, they were selling for $30 mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. I remember bringing that thing home, and my dad's like, what? You spent $500 on this thing in the early 2000s? And you thought the picture was never going to get better than what you had right there. Look at Top Gun, Dad. Yeah. Look at it. (laughs) Right. It's magnificent. And then Blu-ray came out, and you're like, we're idiots. Yeah, but in between those two, you went back and bought all the movies again that you had on VHS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then I did the... Remember, when Blu-ray came out, there was also HD DVD. Yes. And they fought. And yeah. three movie studios were behind Blu-ray and three movie studios were behind HDVD. I bet incorrectly on that. Like, I was like, HDVD's going to win. So did one of my buddies. And I just bought all the HDVDs <laughs> I could. And now I have a hell of a collection that I can't, that I have to, like, fire up my Xbox 360 to watch. Yeah. I, that's the only one that still has the HDVD You, you can buy those movies now, the dozen that were made for about a penny oh yeah for the whole collection but i'm going to wait i'm gonna american pickers the shit out of this <laughs> and in like there 20 years there's gonna be some guy wanting to create an hdv dvd collection i, I fucked that up but anyway 
uh, and I'm going to have them. Yeah, they're going to be like, you got the Patriots? Uh, yeah, yeah. On HGDV? You've got the Born Trilogy? You're goddamn right I do. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that was L- live and learn. Yeah. Hey, uh, you look different than the last time you were here. I you do. have a lot less hair. I have a lot less hair. I have a lot less body weight also. Yeah. I uh, well, I cut my hair. Um, I just I would say I was gonna th- I I couldn't deal anymore. It was not the hair didn't you didn't do it. You just got it wet and hoped for the best. Yeah. Like there was no, and it was real. Like, you know, if, if it was humid, you were fucked. If it was too dry, you were fucked. Like it was just like. I'm a dude. I don't, you shouldn't have to deal with hair like that. If you're out of conditioner, you're fucked. Yeah. It's just like, there was so much to deal with. And then at the end of the day, like, even at its best, it didn't look great. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when it was on point, you're like, yeah, that's all right. Okay. And it just, you know, and then you get to the point where I was 35 when I cut it. Yeah. I was just like, you can't, I just remember looking in the mirror, just going, you can't do this. This looks fucking gross, <laughs> especially in the morning where it just looked like I look like Doc Brown. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and a buddy of mine, Josh Adam Myers, was, a you know, another rocker guy. And I, he had his hair long and he cut it. And I was like, and I told him, I was like, you inspired me to cut my hair because like I didn't. I was like, I thought we'd lose our edge. Right. Remember what happened to Metallica? And I saw you cut your hair and I. Still thought you were rock and roll, so I was like, you inspire me to do this, and walked in. I, I've had the same barber for nine years, and I walked in. He's like, what are we doing? I was like, get rid of it, all of it, and he was like, it's about time. Oh, really? And just got it. I mean, it's on Instagram. It was like, and I just remember that day standing on the street corner, you know, working. No, uh, <laughs> but feeling the air run through my hair. Yeah. For the first time in 10 years, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. But, uh, yeah, so that was, I'll, yeah, I'll never look back. I was. And now someone's wearing it as a wig. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Locks of love. <laughs> it's probably a Merkin, if we're being <laughs> honest. Well, it did have the curls, so <laughs> for you're right. So, and then I started, uh, I started doing this interval training, which is. Basically, you walk into a room and it's like the worst football practice you ever had every day. It's like lots of burpees and running and all really? this stuff. Yeah, and it's the first three weeks I threw up and wondered and questioned the meaning of life and stuff. But like I Biggest Loser style. Never saw it. Oh. Uh, they do it on the show where they, they get pushed to the limit where they're throwing up. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're fat, that's not a whole... It's not doesn't take much. Okay. It's like walk back to the refrigerator. It's like, <laughs> all right, I don't know. It's a risk. Uh but I'm willing to take. You know, I I thought I was in pretty good shape for a guy that didn't do shit. And then that this class just kind of told me, No, you're not. You're you're a fat fuck. And so What made you start? Just I mean I'd always Mirror? A mirror? I'd always a mirror, yeah. I went to I did the Maui Comedy Festival. And was in no shape to be without my shirt. And then I went, they took us all scuba diving. Awesome. And I just jumped in the water with my fins. I swam about 10 feet. was like, (laughs) swam right back to the boat, got a life jacket. I was like, okay, now I'm good. 
<laughs> I'm like, this can't, you can't be like this. So I was in Kansas City and a friend of mine's way into CrossFit. And so we tried that and I was like, this is different. I like it. But then we went back home to LA and there's a gym bias and they have this stuff called, they call it soul fit, but it's interval training. And it's, you know, it's no, not a lot of heavy, you know, there's not an Olympic bar or anything. It's very lightweight, but it's just ass kicking. What's the worst thing that you, what's the hardest thing you do? Well, I mean, you know, thrusters or, you know, it's just like a squat with dumbbells and then you explode up and then there's a lot of squat movements, but it's a lot of like my last workout was you ran 400 meters and then you did 21 kettlebell swings, 21 sit-ups, 21 burpees, and then you did another 400 meter run. And then you did all that 15 run nine, six, three. So wow. you end up running like a mile and a half, Yeah, but I've lost 20 pounds. Hey, look good, man. Yeah. So I mean, it's really, and it's, it's just really great. Have I've, you booked another scuba diving? Uh, I'm trip? gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm also, you know, I, I just feel like, like when I go play golf, like it just, it keeps you in athletic shape is what it's for. And so like, I feel like if someone goes, Hey, do you want to play a pickup basketball game? I can go do that, be somewhat effective and not be dead the next yeah. day. Yeah. And that's, that's all I really want from it is I just want to be in enough shape to where I can be like. Yeah, let's go do stuff, and and it's not gonna fucking destroy me. Right, right, right. Let's go for a hike. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, let me finish this pack of cigarettes. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, we talked uh, a lot uh, the last time you were here about the. I'm a huge baseball fan. Yep. Twins fan. You're a Royals fan. Yep. We talked about the Royals. Yes. Since then, a couple things have happened. Yeah. Couple things. Uh huh. Uh, this year was great. It was magical. Um. 30 years waiting for it. And especially after 2014, you know, losing in game seven with Gordo 90 feet away. And no, we shouldn't have sent him. Uh, it was fun to watch it happen again, especially early on when they were fighting everybody and no one gave them respect. And and then to win the division by 12 games and, and do all that. Like, it was just super great. Uh, yeah, it was the most amazing moment of my life. One of them. Unfortunately, I was alone in a hotel room in Tampa, Florida when it when we won. So did you at least call somebody and scream oh, in the uh, phone? Oh, my phone was blowing up. Yeah. Like, it was almost annoying. <laughs> like, I didn't even really get to enjoy it because my phone was just, just nuts. And, I bet. Uh, you know, friends and family, people I haven't talked to in years going, You did it! <laughs> you did it! I'm so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it was almost, you know, it was bittersweet in that fact. It was, it was like, I know, I was just, especially being in Tampa, which is like South New York. Yeah, right. Like, no one could give a fuck, and the people that did care were not happy. Right. And and I remember doing shows during the earlier in the week during the games and being like, what's the score? And people would be like, just go Mets! So, uh, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, this offseason, super scary. Like, every time my... You know, I have the MLB app, and I have it on alerts. Yeah. And so every time it's like so-and-so, like when Zobra signed with the Cubs yesterday, it was like there was like a 10-minute moment of silence in my hotel room. Really? Yeah, it was just like because, you know, him and Gordon were the ones we needed to get, and Gordon's Gordon, I thought, was going to be the one that we couldn't, like it was overpriced, and 
As he should be. I would love to have him playing for the Twins. Yeah, I would hate that. If he now goes that we to, have room in our outfield. If but. he goes to anywhere in the Central, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll hunt him down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was real. I was really hoping we'd get Zobrist because I don't think we're gonna get Gordo. I, uh, I saw the thing about Zobrist, and then I saw that I love the headline here, and I, I brought this. Yeah. Royals fans bid farewell to Ben Zobrist. Hopes he fails in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a little true. That's I don't want him to fail. Like he's just such a great guy and such a great player. He's a little too Jesusy for my taste, but uh oh, oh is he? Is that why he's oh, got... super Jesus. Okay, what's the story with his wife? Because it says here, like this person that tweeted, uh it said, I thank Ben Zobris for his contributions this year, but I am but I do not wish him good luck in Chicago. In fact, I hope he falls flat on his face. You leave my team, you are not my friend. And I unfollowed his wife on Facebook. Well, that guy's an in, that guy's insane. That guy takes social media way too seriously. <laughs> uh My yeah. feelings are hurt. Oh god damn it. It's it's a, it's a ball club. It's not your family, you know. Uh, that's that's insane. I mean, I'm returning your Christmas present. Ben I Zobrist. have relatives that are like that. My my aunt is still furious at the Royals because they cut my cousin from rookie ball eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And not only they cut him, they invited him back. They're just like, we don't have space for you this year, but if you want to come back, you're more than welcome. Sure, we'll give you a check for a couple weeks. Yeah, my cousin's like, no, nah, I just I'm not, I don't want to come back. That was his choice, but my aunt's like, fuck the Royals. How can you cheer for them after what they did to your cousin? And it's supposed to be her team? Yeah, I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's a business. So you didn't go on social media and rip uh, Ben Zobrist? No, God bless him. I hope he does. Now, again, if he would have gone to the... If he would have gone to the Yankees or something, I would have been like, well, fuck you, Ben Zobrist, but... I al- uh, I also saw that uh, Rusty Coons resigned as a first base coach. Oh, creaky puss! <laughs> That's what I call him, Rusty Coons. Oh, creaky puss! My mom hates that joke. I remember the first year we had him as a coach. I went to a game, and we're walking down the. Fr- we were sitting on the first base side, and me and my buddy are walking down, and I saw his name. It's K U N T Z, and I just went, "No fucking way." <laughs> And so, like, every and my dad's like, it's Coots. Right. It's Coots. I'm like, it ain't spelled like Coots. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. So halfway into the game, there was a bad call, and some guy out of the audience goes, even that dumb cunt saw it right. <laughs> and I laughed for 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this year I came up with old creaky puss <laughs> for rusty Coots. And even my mom was like, that's pretty good. Uh, you don't have a Coon- <laughs> Coons jersey, do you? No. <laughs> Spell it with a C and just say you got it on clearance. That's a ripoff, sue me. Yeah, it's a bootleg. <laughs> bootleg, that's it. It's got the uh, American flag upside down. What I thought was hilarious was all the Royals fans that bought a Cueto jersey. Oh, is he gone already? Well, like we knew he was a hired gun when yeah. we got him. It's like... like all those Royals fans, basically their shirt says, remember this three months? Yeah, you know what? That's funny you say that because I work over at uh, like Minnesota Vikings games. Yeah. And I see just worked the game last Sunday. And you see people walking the crowd that have these jerseys on for guys that played 10 years ago for two games. Yeah. That play, like, how did you? I wanted, 
I want to go back. I, I maybe that'd be a good, maybe it'd be a really boring book, but yeah. to me, that'd be really interesting. I want the story of why you ended up with your freaking uh, oh, yeah. Chris Hovan jersey. Yeah, that guy it, sucked. It's yeah, it's one thing. He always it, sucked. Like the like the Chiefs fans that still are rocking the Montana jersey. Right. It's like I get it. He was he was an icon, and we had him when he was broken. I understand, but. And I also understand, like, a lot of people wearing the Gonzalez jersey still. Yeah. But also, listen, Chiefs fans especially, you know, come from a lower income for the most part. Really? Yeah. Like, it's just, you go to a Royals game, there's definitely that scene. But it's, for the most part, it's a little more upscale. Okay. And then you go to a Arrowhead game, and that's where, like, like, there's a video, like, when we beat the Patriots of a guy just, like, shoving his crotch into a Patriots fan's face. Like, it's, like, the worst example of sportsmanship yes. ever. Uh, just, like, all the fucked up things that happen at sporting events always happen at Chiefs games. Okay. Like, the most fucked up thing that ever happened at a Royals game was some chick from Des Moines got shit-faced and trolloped through the fountains. Oh. And then when the cops tried to get her out, she wouldn't get out of the fountains. Sounds fun. And then when they finally got out of the fountains, she offered to blow the cops to let her go. Whoa. Which the cops told everybody. So she comes, <laughs> like, she gets out of jail the next day and the news is waiting for her. Right. And she's just like, what is happening? <laughs> is the there? offer still there? And everyone knows her name and they're like, Kelly, we just want to know. She's like, ah, I just, want, I just want to go back to Des Moines. And she was like a teacher. <laughs> no. Like she lost her job. Like it was oh, no. the worst night ever. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, she had had one too, mimos- one too many mimosas during yeah. tailgate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Chiefs games is like, I've set, especially in the up in the upper level. Yeah. Those people, it's fucking bedlam. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, from work, like I said, from working the Vikings game, I know the difference between upper deck. And oh, yeah. Deck. There's, there's a huge difference. Oh, yeah. There's like people just smoking crack up there. It's like, what's up? I don't, I don't think we sell those little bottles of fireball here at the stadium. No, where do you get those? <laughs> Out of my girl's coos. <laughs> exactly. She shoved them up there. Skull Vikes. Uh, I I knew a girl in a girl in high school that chewed tobacco. I grew up in Kansas. Yeah, she chewed so much tobacco that she spelled out "Go Chiefs" and "Skull Cans" on her wall. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a habit. Did she also keep the? Uh, I remember I in like my freshman year of college, the guys that lived next door to us. They chewed a lot, so much though, so, and they would keep their chew spit, and they started collecting it. And they had, oh, I had a bottles. Two, I had a two liter bottle. Yeah, right. That I tried that tried, I tried to, fill. to fill. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. And then, uh, even if that spills a little bit, you're like, that's what we're never doing that again because <laughs> that is the thickest, just most gross <laughs> shit on the planet. Especially when you allow it to just sit there. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. I think that's what they put on roads. Yeah, and they need to repave I think, them. I, I think it's what they use the spackle. Uh, yeah, it's and but to be honest with you, man, like I smoked for ten years, I chewed for four. Skull straight is one of the few things that I'm like, I. It's like heroin. Yeah, it's like well, I I could 
I could do another dip of that right now. Mm-hmm. I just sit there. Remember the early days when you first did it and you would get so freaking dizzy oh. you couldn't even stand up straight? Like, yeah. You would just sit there. It was almost like getting high. It was yep. almost like smoking weed because yeah. you would just go into this like fade and you could watch TV for hours. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. Is it terrible for you? Yeah. Awful. Just the and And getting off of it. I mean, it's basically like mainlining nicotine. So mm-hmm. to get, I mean, the, to quit chewing is 10 times worse than quitting smoking. Yeah. In my opinion. How did you quit smoking? I just did it. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I went from chewing to smoking and then I smoked and then in like, oh, five or oh, four, one of those two, I, it was a new year's Eve. I was in Columbia, Missouri. And at the end of the, I just put out my cigarette and I was like, that's the last one. And it wasn't, right. but it started that. Yeah. And I did a, you know, I did a thing where I would, oh, and I quit drinking for six months because I knew that was my big trigger. Were you still smoking pot at the time? Uh, yeah. 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 And so didn't drink for six months, quit smoking, was doing fine with it. And then six months later, I was at a party in Orlando, Florida. And a girl gave me a Valium, so I went and I asked another girl for a sip of her beer so I could take it. And as soon as I took that sip of beer, my body wanted a cigarette. Yeah. Like immediately. I was like, well, can't do that anymore. And so then I started drinking again, and then I would drink when I was – or I would smoke when I was drunk, and I would smoke when I'd eat mushrooms, which was a lot back then. (laughs) And – um. Yeah, and then eventually it just got to the point where I realized it was the cigarettes that were making me sick in the morning. Okay. Like, I would have a headache, and I would throw up, and then there would be nights where I didn't smoke and drink while I drank, and I'd wake up and I'd feel fine. So eventually it just got to the point where the cigarettes became just gross. You wouldn't be doing the one-mile combined runs right now if you're still smoking this. That's right. Oh, God. And that's the other thing. Like It's to the point now where I'm so separated from it where I'm like, I, I understand why they do it, but at the same time, I'm like, how can you, how can you smoke? Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's, you know, there's no buzz from it anymore. Right. So it's just like, what are you, you're not getting much from that other than just maintaining. Yeah. So I don't. You, did you replace it with anything? Everybody always thinks, says that they were, you know, well, you know, then I got another addiction. It was, uh. Well. No, I mean, I was I was already smoking a shit ton of pot back then. I, I don't eat more candy. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I I probably at the time I probably smoked a shit ton more pot. Yeah, okay. And I probably ate a bunch more also. Uh, but now, I mean, currently, no. Like, I smoke less pot than I did. Um, yeah, I don't really. Although it is funny, I even tweeted about it. I was at a Walgreens and my brand was on sale. And I, I got it. I got excited. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, look, two for one. Oh, I haven't smoked in ten years." <laughs> but like, that's I, and that's when you realize how addictive nicotine is. Yeah, uh-huh. where it's been ten years, you're like, "Oh, just two dor- for one!" Right? That that uh, that's just dormant inside you. And you're like, and it, a part of me was like, "Well, it's almost worth it." <laughs> I go grab one. I bet they're still great. Oh, I have such a good deal. I pass yeah. this up. And it's like, but now it's like, like. When I'm at when I'm at those classes, when I'm at interval training, like you know, you have to run outside a lot, and you'll run by a smoker, and you're just like, ah, oh, it's the worst. Right. But uh, I don't judge anyone for doing it. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's like unless I'm eating, 
and then it's like get the fuck away from me but um yeah i don't i don't i get it you know you know what i watched this morning uh in preparation for talking to you today was you your appearance i don't know how many times you've done it but it was an appearance on getting dug with high was it the live one or was it the no it was the taped one it was well i don't was there an audience yes it was with you and steve byrne Okay. All right. No, then that was a taped one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did a. I did that one, and then I did a live one with like Todd Glad, like in front of a bunch of people, like oh, in front okay. of an audience. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the Steve Byrne one was fun, mainly because Steve wouldn't smoke. They, I know what the hell. Well, when when you, his show was, you know, they were wondering if it was going to get renewed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you got to watch. You know, when you're dealing with networks, you got to watch your ass. Sure. That's a lot of money they're dealing with. So. I understood it. I, fuck, you would have thought he took a shit on the American flag the way the people lit him up on the message boards. Oh, really? Oh, there's like, yeah, I can't believe, how dare you? How dare you not smoke pot? In the presence of Chris Porter and Doug Benson? Oh, what is wrong with you? I mean, but I got it. And he he drank. It's not like he was sober. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, those shows are fun for me because I have an incredibly high tolerance when it comes to marijuana, and so... You know, I can hang. I can smoke pot with you all day. Yeah. And the live one with Todd, you know, Todd Glass got super stoned and, like, couldn't deal. Oh, really? Which I guess he does every time. But uh, it was just funny to see him over there with his head in his hand, like, not being able to, like, oh, wow. address the audience. No kidding. Okay, yeah. I didn't watch that one. But uh, that's a, it's obviously a very fun show to do. Yes. <laughs> it's a show you can only do in, like, three states. Uh <laughs> And it was funny. I did Doug's movie podcast in Tampa a couple of weeks ago, and I was oh, like, "Okay, oh, we're doing the movie one." It's like, "Yeah, we can't do the pot one in Florida." Ah, <laughs> oh, right. SWAT team would be there in a right, heartbeat. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, no, it's it's a really fun podcast. Uh, yeah, it's God bless America for that thing. Yeah, no kidding. Could you ever imagine? Go back to when uh, little Chris Porter started comedy. Did, yeah, would yeah. you ever think that? There's going to be a thing called a podcast. What's that? Well, it's like a radio show, but it's not. It's for iPods. What yeah. are those? I don't. Just fucking shut up. But here's what's going to happen. This Pot's going to be legal, and you're going to do it on the show, and pe- you're not going to be afraid to let people see you do it. And I'm going to look around, and I'm going to be like, I told you! <laughs> it's going to happen! Where's the DeLorean? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's get right? this. Uh-huh. Uh... No, I, no, I would never have believed you. No, it's amazing. Uh, you know, I remember just moving to California in '05, and just just the fact that it was so readily available and so open, yeah, was great. The fact that, you know, and then, you know, the first time I got my pot card, you had to go to like a legitimate doctor's office, like, and now you go to a strip mall. And it's like above, it's usually above a pot store. Yeah. When there's some doctor wearing a hula shirt. And, you know, the first time they make you do the little dance, I've been going to the same doctor for seven years. And yeah. now I just walk in and he goes, You good? I'm good. All right. I'll see you later. So you do renew it every year. Yeah. You have deal? to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. But some doctors are dicks. Sometimes you can come in, you've been going to them for five years and like, ah, I don't know. I'm going to give it to you for six months this year. And you're like, Well, fuck you. What? Yeah, so now my guy's great. I walk in. He take this last time. He's like, I don't know what you've been doing since last time, but keep doing it because your blood pressure is ridiculously low. And I was like, and now I just call it my annual physical. <laughs> right. I just go in. He takes my blood pressure. <laughs> my good. 
Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. Um, I think, but I also like the fact that the whole, it's all starting to come down. Like in, you know, especially with Washington and Colorado, like all hell hasn't broken loose. So everyone's like, oh, well maybe it's, it's fine. And you know, when Chris Christie's like, no, it's not fine. And it it turns out to be a, a bad thing for him. Like when Republicans are going, shut up about pot, it's fine. We're doing all right. Yeah. Who would have <laughs> yeah. predicted that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I thought, I was like, oh, yeah, Colorado. You know, if Colorado would have legalized pot during the Bush presidency, I don't know how it would have gone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, luckily we have Obama in there who's got enough problems where he's like, you know, marijuana, I could give yeah. a fuck about. But, yeah, right. Uh, you know, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I think in the next two decades, maybe, it might just go nationally. They have to reschedule it. They have to get it away from heroin and Correct. cocaine. Correct. Just, I mean, why that hasn't happened, I don't, I mean, I, I understand that there are more pressing issues, but let's, that, that seems like a four minute thing mm-hmm. where it's like all in favor, say aye, mm-hmm. aye. And then you, and then you can release about 30,000 people from jails. No shit. And, um, we're going to speaking people- of that, I, I saw on Twitter, did you have jury duty? I did. Yeah, I did. I, uh. Well, like I said, I rescheduled it, and then I scheduled it for the week of Thanksgiving, because there are only three days that you had to cut, because they give you like a little calendar that's like, oh, you won't, we don't have jury duty on these two days. So I was like, oh, well, what are the odds? Because I didn't get called until Friday when I rescheduled, so I was like, if I don't don't get called, it'll be great. So I got called in on the last day, of course, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and walked in, and they're like, we got two court cases where I, we might be here all day. I'm like, great. I'd rented a movie. I was ready on my little iPad. And uh, <laughs> 11 a.m., they're like, we're done. See you later. And this black guy, and I hadn't said word one, two. I just looked at him. We high-fived each <laughs> other. I'm like, let's get out. And, uh, yeah, it was that was beautiful. Because uh, <laughs> j- jury duty in L.A. is basically – you show up, you sit in a room for eight hours and hope your name doesn't get called. Had you been called before? I'd been called before, yeah. Oh, okay. You get called about once every two years, and you just go sit there. And uh, The last time I had to sit there all day, play Angry Birds and whatever, and get it done. But, yeah, I'm, I know how to do it now. <laughs> I'm, every year I'm going to show up Thanksgiving. So, uh yeah, I you know, the thing is with jury duty, you know, especially with us when we're, you know, we don't get paid for that shit. So we're like at the bottom of the pile of people they're looking at. Yeah, yeah. They always want the people, especially in California where they're all about the worker, like they don't want you to lose money because of them. So they 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 always go for the people that get paid for jury duty first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah, I see. I don't I don't pay myself for jury duty. So <laughs> No. <laughs> no. I, I I understand that. Did uh, what's the Kid Rock cruise? It's a good question. Did you do that? I did. Do Why that. did I see your name come up with that? What? You know, that's that's a funny story. I had done a cruise. I'd done like a regular carnival cruise during a dark time of my career. <laughs> uh, you don't have to say it like that. It well, no, but it was. It was like it was basically like I need to make rent. My agent's like, I can get you on a cruise and you'll pay rent. Yeah. Okay. 
I did it in three days into the cruise. I emailed my agent. I was like, I'll get a job at Radio Shack before I do this shit again. Wow. Because it was just, you know, for the, you know, every line treats you differently. And the line I did, Carnival, treats you the worst. They put you in get, they put you in crew quarters, which means you're below the waterline on the boat. You're with all the people that work there. Uh-huh. And then there's no windows in your room. You don't have to do any of the drills, but yet you're w- awoken for all of them. Okay. So there's a guy literally banging on your door going, we have a drill, we have a drill. And you're like, I'm a comedian, I'm a fly, what they call a fly on. And he's like, sorry. And he, but still the bells and whistles are going. And then it's like, no one, no one really told me what to do or where to go. They just gave me a show schedule. And like, I showed up to the show 20 minutes early and they're like, why are you here? Cause there's no green room. And so you literally show up a minute before the show, do the show, mm-hmm. and then go sit in the crew lounge and pay a dollar for a Corona and question <laughs> life decisions. No. I was like, I don't fucking need this. I was, was it? Did it? Was there even a good destination you could have got got off? We or? went to a bunch of places, but you're there for like eight hours, yeah. and I was so miserable. And the thing is, with these cruises, Carnival owns all the ports you go to. So you're just going to a basically a souvenir shop with a street. And uh I so I was like no and we went to Bel- you know we went to a couple of places we ended up in Belize. Yeah. And they're like don't don't go outside of the port. They called it a depressed area, which means you were in the middle of a fucking ghetto. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it just wasn't my and you know cruises aren't my thing. Like cruises are for people that are too dumb to make their own decisions or ha- are super rich and spend their whole life making their own decisions. So now they want someone to go, Hey, go do this. Like that's, those were the two people I saw on carnival, on okay. carnival cruises. So my agent calls and he was like, I know, I know you said no cruises, but it's a kid rock cruise. Yeah. And the money's really good. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll, Cause and the big thing was it left out of Miami, so I knew I could bring pot. Because the Carnival cruise I had to go through Mexico, and I don't, I'm not going international. I'm not going to get popped in Mexico with weed. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, fine. Got on in Mexico. First night, I'm at first night. I went and saw Kid Rock do a show, and they wouldn't let us back. They wouldn't let any of the artists backstage. I'm like, well, this is stupid. So next show I go to is some is a uh, Whitey Morgan show, and Kid Rock shows up. And I'm like, I'm just going to go stand behind this guy, see if he recognizes me. Oh, because, oh, in between the time I got booked and the actual cruise, I'd had a couple people come up to me like, Kid Rock's a big fucking fan of yours. Like, wow. I, I saw him at a thing, and he just couldn't stop talking about Chris Porter. I'm like, wow, okay. cool. So I kind of thought maybe if I go stand behind this dude, he'll recognize me and it might make the trip a little better. Yeah. So sure enough, I go stand just behind his group and I just look like I'm watching the show, which I was. It was a great show. And he fucking turns around and he sees me and he kind of does a double take and he points at me and he walks over and he's like, you, he's like, you, you, I'm a, he's like, I can't believe you're here. Like, he was like, I'm a little starstruck. I'm like, get the fuck what? out of here. He's like, dude. And he tells me the story. He's like, I'm flipping through Netflix. I see some dude. Looks like he's in a band. So I put you on. 
He goes, five minutes later, I'm like, Andre, make some popcorn, we're watching this. And he was like, I'm one of your biggest fans. No shit. I'm like, great. And from then on, like, he had like a private floor and stuff for his band and stuff. They gave me a key to it. So I was like set. And, and then Bob and I just started, his name's Bob. I call him Bob. Bob, look at you. Bob and I just started hanging out. And I've hung out with my fair share of rock stars. Yeah. And he's probably the most genuine one I've ever met. Really? Just down to earth. Like, and he was like, he was like, I know where I stand as a songwriter. I don't give a fuck. He was like, I own five houses. I give a shit. <laughs> and, you know, he knows I'm friends with the Black Crows. He's like, I know Chris and Rich think I'm a fag. I don't care. And he's like, I have my own plane. <laughs> Great. Wow. He was like, and he's just the most down to earth dude. Like, yeah. So we trade numbers and the cruise ends. And a couple weeks later, I'm hearing from him. He's like, where are you? I, I didn't even know where the fuck I was. Somewhere in the south. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm in Alabama. Why don't you fly over here and hang out with me for a couple of days? And I was like, okay. Flew out to his, he's got a place. He's got like 200 acres that he lives on with, that he bought from Hank Jr. What? So, and he, there's a double wide, he put a double wide on it. For it's real. Pu- it's the most pimped out double wide you've ever seen. Of but course it's, it is. It's nice. And then it's got like a little pole barn. And it was literally, it was like hanging out at your rich friend's house. Yeah. That, you know, it was like, especially when I and I grew up in Kansas, it was very much like that. Mm-hmm. And so we hung out and just became really good friends. And next thing I know, we're just hanging out. Now he's, I was a genuinely a friend of mine that I, yeah. So that's, that's crazy. That. And so, yeah. And then I ended up doing, he did a fish fry in Nashville and He's, it, there's a venue, an outdoor music venue, like literally seven minutes from his place in Nashville. Uh-huh. And he was like, I just, I wondered why I wasn't doing shows there. And so now he's trying to do this thing where once a year he does what they call a fish fry. And there's a whole story has why it's called a fish fry. Okay. But, uh, and basically we just stayed at his place. And then when it was time for me to do my show, we'd drive down. He'd introduce me. I'd do my show. We'd hop back in the car. We'd drive back up to his place, have dinner, drive back down the hill. He'd do his show, get back in the car, back to his place. It was just like hanging at your buddy's house, but every once in a while you had to go down the hill and perform for, you know, I'd perform for like 300 people and then he'd perform for like 5,000. Right. (laughs) Uh, But it was, you know, Friday night, he walked off stage at 10 after, or 10 till. And we were in on his couch in comfy pants drinking beer at 10 after. Like, it was the most surreal. Like, that dude's life is crazy. I mean, we call him Bobby Lucky because, like, when we were on the cruise ship, he just walked by a craps table, threw 75 bucks on a hard 12, and hit it immediately. Wow. He's like, boxcar Willie. Dude rolls it. Hard, hard 12. He just took his money, laughed. Walked away. Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, he's most, we're in Nashville before one of his shows. I'm walking out to the, to the, uh, deck to smoke a little weed. And he's like, uh, he's like, be cool. The Presleys are out there. I'm like, what? Like, didn't even register. I'm like, oh, okay. Walk out there and there's Lisa Marie and Priscilla Presley just chilling. Well, I'm Priscilla. <laughs> yeah. That's so, wild, man. Then I'm over. So I, I mean, it's a giant deck. Uh-huh, so right. I 
go out to the back part of it and I'm puffing and Priscilla Presley walks out to like check her messages and then I had this like weird thing. I'm like, do I offer Priscilla Presley weed? I didn't. Okay. But I was there was definitely like I should have tried it for the guy. But at least eye contact in case yeah, she smells yeah, it something. or something. She uh I went to bed at five AM that night and Priscilla Presley was still wide awake. <laughs> what? Yeah, just taught and was very was never out of shape. Like the girl always had a beer in her hand and was always very demure, very nice, a bit standoffish, but to be expected yeah. when you banged Elvis. Uh-huh. Uh meanwhile, Lisa Maria was a chocolate mess. She was on all kinds of stuff and <laughs> Could bear, you know, she, about 3 a.m. She just started crying for no reason. And, you know, Bob's, of course, like, you need to. Are you serious? Yeah, you need to chill out. Like, we're all having fun and you're over here crying. Seriously? You, you just need to chillax a little bit. And she did. You know, you know, we all get drunk and we all get a little emotional. It was Don't just, anybody bring up Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It was just like this weird thing where, you know, it was like, oh, there's the girl that's drunk and crying. It was like, oh, but it also happens to be Elvis's daughter. Yeah. So it's just this weird. That was married to Michael Jackson for a minute. Yeah. And even Bob looks at me. He's like, it gets weird, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah, it fucking does. Yeah. (laughs) And he, you know, yeah. he's. But again, as weird as shit gets hanging out with Bob, most of the time it's as normal. It's the most normal hang ever. Amazing. Like you're just sitting there watching TV, smoking cigars. Well, like, like if you called him right now, what is his, and he doesn't answer? Is it like, yo, it's Bob. No, his voicemail isn't. He doesn't have voicemail. No. If it, if you just if you call me, he doesn't answer. It just goes the person you called. His voicemail is not oh, okay. set up. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, I like, mean, and I what a bar. Yeah, but, yeah, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know he's, you know, again, like I've I've hung out with some pretty big rock stars, and there's not one I, I'd want to hang out with more than Bob. I think. Wow. Yeah, just a guy who's. He and I are very similar. You want to go play golf? Fuck yeah. yeah. You want to just sit here, drink beer, and listen to country music? You're goddamn right. I'd... Yeah. Yeah. Has he, have you got a chance to meet like um, Bob Seeger or anything? Isn't he I haven't met Seeger. Uh, uh, no, I've seen plenty of video of him. Bob likes to get drunk and show videos. Uh, so I've seen a lot of Bob Seeger, Bob Ritchie videos. Okay. But, uh, no, I haven't got to, you know, the Presleys was still pretty cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bob was in town. Ta- Bob was in LA selling his place and we, he invited me over for dinner. I walk in and some old man stands up half drunk. He goes, Hey, I'm Wayne. I go, What's up? I look over. It's Wayne Gretzky. What? Yeah. And then, and Justin Verlander was there. I knew he was going to be there, but, uh, yeah. And the funny thing was my date could have gives a fuck about sports okay like if it's not bed midler she could give a shit so she thought wayne gretzky is just some old dude from agora she's like who's wayne he's super nice i'm like are you shitting me he has nice hair so she goes what does wayne do this is at dinner she goes what does wayne do i go i'll nothing now i go we'll talk about it later (laughs) and she was like what i go i go baby i don't just we'll talk because i didn't want to be i didn't want him to hear me be like he's the greatest hockey player of all Honey, time. Take your phone out and type Wayne in. It's gonna autocomplete to Gretzky. You know what I did? We got in the car. And she goes, "So what does Wayne do?" I go, "Babe, Google the great one and hockey." And she goes, "Okay." And she goes, "Oh, he looks so young." 
Like, still could have given a fuck. I'm like, Whoa. baby, you just met the Michael Jordan of hockey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's none better. I, I go, we're two of the people on earth that weren't just groveling. Yeah. Because yeah. I grew up in Kansas. We could have given a fuck about hockey. Sure. I still watch. I still watch the game where he broke the record for points. Mm-hmm. Like I watch that. Uh, but other than that, like you know, especially before HDD HD TV came out, hockey was a pretty tough sport to watch. True. If you weren't hip to it, mm-hmm. like you know, if you talk to a real hockey fan, they're going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Are like, you just the guy that everyone's going after? He's got the puck. Yeah. Well, if you're not super into it, you kind of want to see it. And so, uh, you know, once HD came out, it became a little bit easier to watch. But still, I don't – I'm 30 – I was 30 at the time. Like, like, and I'm not learning a new sport. Gotcha, yeah. So, we didn't even have an ice rink near me till I was 18. I believe that. So, uh, but yeah, so, like, it was cool in the fact that we weren't just over there going, I can't believe we're in the like, – like, it's just Wayne – just half drunk dude. Wayne. Like fucking who wouldn't stop talking to Justin Verlander about baseball. Oh, okay. Like he just had so many questions. Wow. Yeah. Who's Wayne? Yeah, Wayne's a nice guy. What's he do? Wow. He lives by my parents. What time is it here, Chris? How much time? Oh, let's do a little bit more here. Okay. I'm having fun. Um I'm looking at my list of my cheat sheet list here. I listened to something and I don't remember if we, this came up last time. Because when I heard it uh, and something I was listening to, I was like, what? How? Another thing. This is weird. Puck from the real world? You knew that dude or know that guy? Uh, we hung out for a short period. Um, we met on a podcast. And me and my buddy Angelo were on it. And he just said some of the most outrageous shit on the planet. Like, talking about hitting his wife and stuff. But, like. And which is a terrible thing. That's it's not, super that's gross. Not funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but and that was the thing. The way he was talking about it, though, was just so blah. It wasn't what he was saying that was funny. It was how he was talking about it. The blaseness, just like the matter of factness of it. That's what was funny. Uh-huh. Like, just like, what the fuck is it? It was more of like, I can't believe this guy is saying that yeah, yeah. kind of hilarity. So, I don't know. He, I made him laugh or he made, anyway, we changed numbers. And we'd meet for lunch every once in a while. And then I came into, t- you know, especially when I first moved to L.A., you're looking for friends. And Puck was an all right dude. And uh, is his real name Bob, too? I don't remember what his real name was. And we'd have lunch. And he was, you know, he was a big weed grower at the time. Uh-huh. And then he disappeared for a little bit. Like, I'd call him, he wouldn't answer. And then he called me out of the blue. He was like, I was in jail. Like it was something about weed, but he ended up, he had, his lawyers got him out of it and the pot and the cops had to give him his weed back. Oh, there's like a he, victory. Yeah. And so, but yeah, it, that's one of those dudes that like I called a couple of times and he never called back and I just kind of went my several way. Sure. But that, yeah, that was fun hanging out with Puck. It was definitely an interesting experience yeah. for sure. I mean, I don't think I'd be, uh. The early days of MTV uh, reality shows. I mean, I certainly watched every episode probably multiple times when yeah. he was on that thing. And uh, but then you don't see, you know, then you don't see his name except every five, ten years. Then it pops up because he got arrested or something. Absolutely. And you know what? The funny thing is, I haven't heard shit about him in since then. Okay. Really. Yeah. So 
you know, he might he he might be in jail. He might have just fucking he might just be growing weed. I don't know. Yeah. Uh I don't even know. I kinda wanna see if I still uh have his number? Yeah. That's an interesting There it is. Puck. No last name, just Puck. Just Puck. <laughs> I'm almost I'm almost intrigued to uh call the number yeah and see um but i mean then again hey you remember me we used to have lunch like nine years ago <laughs> so i don't know if that's a conversation i want to have with puck so uh, wait well, who is this were you on the show with me <laughs> uh yeah so but yeah that was i like i said i've hung out with some weird people puck was definitely an interesting and that was what it was. It was more like, let's go have lunch with Puck and see what he's going to say. Because yeah. it's going to be fucking yeah. funny. I'd show up. Yeah. And Why then, not? You know, and every once in a while, someone would be like, are you Puck? And you'd be like, ah. But, um. Tell my friend to F off. Yeah, yeah. It's usually how it went. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Some other, you know, I've hung out. Kato Kalen hosted a show I was on. And that. Could have been a nicer dude Is on the planet. Is he like some sort of comedy groupie sort he of? He was trying to do, I don't know if he's still doing, he's always been very, he's a huge fan of it. And I think someone talked him into hosting. And he wasn't funny, but he was he was personable. And he really kind of saw this like different side of this Cato guy, this idiot that we'd all kind of made fun of for yeah, years. Yeah. Like he's not smart. But he's super, like, just the nicest, most genuine dude on the planet. Like, I came off stage and he was just like, man, you're just, I, you're just so funny. Yeah. I just wish I could do what you do. And, and there wasn't a ounce of pretentiousness sure. behind it. And it was just like, I, you know, you're sitting there like, you're Cato. I want to fucking make fun of you, but I just want to, <laughs> I just want to give you a big fucking hug right I now. I want to just scratch you behind the ears. You're yeah. like a puppy. Uh, so. I remember seeing pictures on social media with him, like around other, uh, like Swartzen. I remember seeing pictures of him and Nick Swartzen years ago. Like, how is that a, yeah, connection there? You, and there was just he was just making the rounds, yeah. and I think there was a there was a promoter that was using him a lot because it's a fun, you know, you have a great comedy show and it's hosted by Cato Kalen. Like that's a fun little night sure, there. Throw that in there. Did you see? Uh, they didn't play it apparently because the president had a. Uh, speech that was on tv but mm -hmm. sunday night they were going to show the indianapolis colts punter is trying stand-up on the side no mcafee i think is his oh last really name. yeah so they were going to show uh part of some set he did recently uh no i what's funny is i actually did a sketch with hasselbeck last year oh, really uh, at the at the colts training facility craig gas i was working I know Craig. Yeah, Craig's a great guy. He was in Indy doing the other club. And he was like, hey, you know, because he's got this thing with the Seahawks. And I guess he had made videos for Hasselbeck when he had played with the Seahawks. Oh, so, okay. Uh, yeah, we did a video. We did this short video with Hasselbeck. And he was super funny and just a nice guy. And, uh, yeah, some of those guys have had aspirations. They want to. They want to do all kinds of stuff. Like, well, let's be honest. The guy I brought up is a punter. I mean, he's barely. 
So he's he's probably got a great sense of humor. Yeah. If you're a punter on a fucking football, you better have a sense of humor. It's going to be a lot of crying. No for kidding, you. right? Third time you get called faggot. <laughs> yeah. Probably got to start letting it roll off you. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Are you? Uh, it's only a week away, man. Are you excited about Star Wars like I am? I am excited. I I don't know if I'm excited like you are. Hmm. Um. You know, I wasn't excited about the trilogy or the prequels. Mm-hmm. I am excited. I don't know. For some reason, I am excited. I even went out and bought the place. I went and bought a PS4 last weekend. You bought I, the Battlefront bundle. I bought, I bought bundle. the Battlefront bundle. You yeah. did. Uh, the game itself is is amazing to watch. It's amazing to play, but I just there's no first person yet, and did it's you, yeah, kind of. I just got a PS4 uh, three weeks ago. I've been waiting. Yeah. I've had the money set aside. I was going to get the Battlefront edition, it's, like you did. Oh, yeah. And then I read all the reviews that said the single player sucks. Uh, Well, the single player, it's just like little training missions. Yeah. But I guess they're coming out with a DLC that, that will have some sort of okay. campaign to it. But I just do the, the dogfighting. Yeah. Where it's just, you're basically in the air with like 80 other dudes and you're just shooting each other. And there's... There's bots too, so you can shoot down just AI guys. Do you like it? I like. I haven't gotten into it enough. I made the mistake of also buying the baseball game, ah. so I've just been playing the baseball game. Especially once I found, I figured out how to move my saves from my PS3 to my PS4. Damn! Like I didn't skip a beat. Damn! The best. Uh, it was because I'm online. I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. And I uploaded the save game to the cloud, and then I downloaded it on the PS4, and it worked. Like. <laughs> You would have thought we won the World Series again. I was like, ah! Yeah. ah! We did it! We still got it! Because <laughs> that was months. Uh-huh. I bought that game the day it came out. Opening, and that, those games come out opening day of the, yeah. of the season. And I was like, if I lose every bit, because I had like a character mm-hmm. and a team, of course. I, I would have been furious. I am with you. But uh, God bless you, Sony. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you for being backwards compatible or whatever it is. Kind of. It. Yeah, uh, kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Kind of. Uh. But, uh, no, I, I, you know, when I bought that thing, I was working the day after Thanksgiving, I was working the Ontario Improv, which is in a giant fucking mall. And I was just like, and the, and the GameStop was right there. 300 like, bucks that day, wasn't it? 350. Ooh. Yeah, because of the you can get the three hundred one, but it didn't come with anything. Oh, oh no, the Battlefront edition I just saw is three hundred now. God damn it! Sorry, uh, I paid three fifty for okay. it, which I'm fine with. Okay, uh, and I got the baseball game used, so I paid, I paid the same amount I would have paid normally, but I got two games. There you go. For and the record, I switched and bought the Uncharted version. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I would have known, I would have bought the Fallout Four one. Ah. Because I heard that game's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I haven't played it. Uh, I haven't. I haven't played any of the Fallout's, but just the, the commercials I've seen. I was like, I could lose seven months in that world. Uh-huh. That's funny. We both bought PlayStation Fours on when Black G- Friday when GTA <laughs> Five came out. Uh, I was gone for six weeks. Uh huh. Just like, don't talk to me. Hockey. I like playing hockey. You probably don't play the hockey games. I used to love the hockey games just because I liked the sport of hockey and all that stuff. I just. I don't know. I just couldn't. I never got into it. Yeah. I watched it. I was a big Blackhawks fan when Ronick played for them. Mm hmm. And that was, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. Late, late 80s, early yeah, 90s. That yeah. was the, uh, cause growing up in Kansas City, that was just like you, you let, 
you didn't you didn't root for St. Louis because it was St. Louis, so you, you had to root for Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, what else? Anything we should be promoting right now? Uh, for, just you know, you're, you're, you're my special. special on Netflix, Ugly and Angry. Are you still ugly and angry? No, as a matter of fact, I think I'm gonna teach. I'm, gonna, I'm uh, the next special is gonna be called uh, Better Looking and More Content. I think that's the tentative <laughs> title for it. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> when I said it, my girl was just like, that's really funny. <laughs> oh, yes, a sequel that fits together. Yeah, yeah. yeah like and that it. in the, you know, I'm not as, you know, this this hour's not as angry. Okay, good. You know, it's a little more about finding yourself. Yeah. So. Um, Do you have plans of recording? Yeah, I'm waiting. Set? I've been waiting to hear back from the people that produced my last record to see if they want to do this one. So, uh, we'll see if not, you know, look for me on crackle or something. <laughs> you know, it's going to get made. It's just a matter of where it's going to end up. Are you selling anything at the shows? Some people, I sell, a, you in the back I sell a show? vinyl copy of ugly and angry. How much cash should people bring to bring one of those songs? Uh, the, it's 20 bucks. Okay. Which ain't bad for a record. Uh-uh. And it comes with a digital download card. Perfect. So, even if you don't have a record player, you can still get it. And you and uh, you'll you'll sign it somewhere. Cool. I sign it. The record itself is blue. Nice. So it's a bit of a collector. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm a record guy. I like later this week. I'll uh, Mike's gonna take me to record. Like that's my thing. Like when I'm off, I like to go to record stores and search for records. Okay. You know, because it's both. It's kind of a three-headed monster in the fact that a you're looking for good music and then you're looking for hard to st- hard to find stuff for you mm-hmm. and then you're just looking for rare shit that you think you can make a dollar on mm-hmm. you know because there's definitely been times where i'm like more so at the antique malls and stuff where you're just going through somebody's old record collection and they have no idea what they right. have right my buddy picked up a mint copy of otis blue uh which is, you know, probably a $50 record, and he picked it up for 50 cents. Nice. At some, just because someone didn't know what the uh-huh. fuck they had. It can happen. Yeah. So that's what I love about it. I uh, I love rec- I love how it sounds. I love the whole thing. So I wanted to kind of, if I can get one more person into it yeah. by selling my record, then I'm all for it. And then what I do is I sell my record, and then I take that money, and I buy my own record. <laughs> Perfect. It's like recycling. Yes. And more records get sold. Yes. Perfect. Chris. Thanks for having me, brother. It's been a pleasure. God bless America and small puppies. (laughs)